Hello, and welcome to Gravel Knits, a place to chat and have a few sips. Today is August 11th, 2021. Thanks for listening. I'm Caitlin, and my pronouns are she, her, and hers. And I'm Kelsey, and my pronouns are also she, her, and hers. And continuing down our rainbow, tonight is yellow beer night, but I thought that gold sounded more fun. So it's gold beer night. (laughs) And then I almost pulled off the trifecta like Kelsey did last week. Um, Two of my beers are squeezy. So it's gold and squeezy tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. You know, right after the Olympics, we've got our gold medals. These are our gold beers. Yes. Oh, I wish I would have made that connection faster. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Yep. No, Uh-oh. you're genius, Kelsey. Um, yeah, so we're going to start off with Light and Squeezy. It is a lemon raspberry Rattler from Confluence, which is a brewery local to us. I'm not going to lie. I've had this beer before and I love it. Yeah, no, I really enjoy this one. It's technically a Rattler. It falls a little more on the tart side, in my opinion, but that's such, so instead of being like a sweet lemon, it's like more of a tart lemon. That kind of the raspberry kind of makes it feel, to me, I don't right. know. Well, and the raspberry has a nice finish on it, too. Like, you get it's more juicy. into the, yes. So you've got, like, juicy, but there's also some of the jamminess almost to the raspberry. Yeah, it's, it's well-balanced. It's it's uh, light enough that like I could drink this after running five miles, which I'd probably be dead, but five miles or <laughs> at the end of my evening, just when I want a good beer. This one, uh, I think it came out a few weeks ago, a little longer, perhaps. I can't remember if they've had it out in prior years or not, Nice, but I, I can tell you I've, there have been a few four packs of this in and out of our house. It's good. I'm glad I bought the four pack so I can drink more of them. (laughs) You'll appreciate it. Brian might even like it. Yeah. And I kind of thought about that even looking at it because he used to like order Rattlers and wheat beers. So I think I can at least convince him to try it, but I bet he will. Probably so. Um, Yeah. Anyways, uh, how are you, Kelsey? You know, I'm pretty good. It's been a week uh i know it's only wednesday but it feels feels like it'd be tuesday or thursday or friday and you could tell me which one it was and i'd be probably be okay with that (laughs) (laughs) we went and saw willie nelson last night and so had a three over three hour drive over to lincoln and then drove back this morning and so just kind of like okay reset (laughs) It's going to be rough when I actually am in the office for a full five days in a row. No, things are going well. How about you? Yeah. Well, wait, first Willie, Willie Nelson questions. So like, I don't know, I'm a fan, but like, what, what is the overall vibe of his concerts? And is it like, does he start at three and go till six or does he like party all night long? What's he up to? So it's now he's doing a series of shows. They're Willie Nelson and family. Okay. And 
So, for instance, last night was him and his sister and his son, Lucas. Cool. Who I have tickets to see Lucas in concert in the fall, um, assuming everything's safe and it's okay to go. But, like, last night it was in an amphitheater outside in Nebraska. Gorgeous. Yeah. Like, we had assigned seats, but we ended up watching most of the show from, like, this open grass area in the background so that we weren't, like, right on top of people. So that was kind of nice to have that option. Um, and they even had a few craft beers around over there. So yes. we were, it, they had all these, you know, tall boys, so, you know, your Bud Light, Miller Light, and Seltzer and whatever for $10. I was like, well, I don't really want to spend $10 on a drink that I just am okay drinking. Yeah. But then they had $6 craft beers in 12 ounce cans. Like that's pretty reasonable for a concert. Yeah, that's awesome. So we had a couple of beers. We saw Willie Nelson and family. So Willie is, he still has his voice. Um, he doesn't sing all of his songs, but he sings parts of them. Okay. Um, and then like Lucas sings some of his own songs because he's got his own thing going on. Okay. Um, he's got his own tour and everything. But it's kind of fun. Like, they kind of go back and forth. So, like, um, Willie Nelson sings Georgia on my mind. Lucas actually wrote a song called Forget About Georgia. <laughs> yeah. So they sang Georgia on my mind and then Forget About Georgia. And then kind of a crossover between the two, which was kind of cool. It is cool. Yeah. That's awesome. But so it's fun. It was nice to be at live music again. I bet. But, you know, for being 88 and everything, like, she's still going. Although at one point, um, so they opened for the Avid Brothers. And at one point during the Avid Brothers, there were ambulances coming to the stage and they stopped the show and everything. And all of a sudden we're going, it can't be Willie. Don't let it be Willie. Like, Willie, seeing Willie Nelson was a bucket list item for me. Yay. That's yeah. awesome. So it was really cool. That sounds super fun. I love it. <laughs> and I love outdoor concerts. I know a lot are, but I like but them better. I like outdoor concerts, especially ones where it's like general admission and like seats on the ground or standing mm-hmm. or do you have any more Willie questions or... Can we hear about your weekend? No. Is there anything interesting that I should be asking? Um, I don't think so. Okay. It was, you know, it was great to be back around music and seeing people and yeah. Hanging out with your sweetie. Yes. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Oh, I can tell you too that we went to a brewery while we were there. We, uh, the Evit brothers weren't entirely our groove, and so we didn't really stick around for the encore, so we were able to avoid the traffic, and uh, we headed over to the Boiler Brewing, where we tried a lot of their tasters of beers, including one that was a cherry cheesecake that had a graham cracker, uh, rim and whipped cream it was really good 
Oh, I got that picture from you. I did send you that picture. <laughs> I love they also, it. They also had a really good um, mimosa sour or uh, mimosa seltzer. Oh, okay. Interesting. I had tried one um, from a place up in Rochester, Minnesota, and it was amazing. And like nothing has stood up to it since then, except for maybe this one. And we bought a couple to bring home, and we left them in the hotel fridge. <gasps> oh, no. I bet you there's a very, very happy employee of the hotel now. I certainly hope so. <laughs> I hope somebody appreciates what we left behind. Oh, bummer. Because it's good stuff. But we could go back in a couple of weeks, so that's okay. What you doing then? Oh, uh, there's bike race. <laughs> Oh, should have should have known. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited to hear about that too. I'm sure I'll tell you more. Okay, but let's okay, let's come to you. Okay, how have you been? What have you been up to? I have been great. Um, we talked about this. I think the last podcast that Brian and I had a vacation, as in we went without our son um to... and it was for the first time right first time first time it was both of us um so we went to seattle for our friends i call it like a belated engagement party because the plan was to go to this engagement party and then they get married in october and have their reception here and all that in october and then COVID hit so they didn't have the like the wedding and the party, but they had a wedding, like just family only. Okay. But this was still the like engagement party, but now it was like a celebration after. Well, that's cool though. So yeah. So I still I think we're gonna see a lot of that. In- yeah, I hope so, because people people should celebrate the good times, even if it is a little little after the fact or whatever. It's still well, Still hello, good. we're going to have my bachelorette party after the marriage, so... That's right. That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got to get after you on that nail down a weekend. Um, yeah. Um, so, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, why don't you tell us a little bit more about the fun things he did? Okay. I had a lot of fun. His parents of the couple live in Edmonds, Washington which is, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes away from Seattle. If that, it's close. Uh, it's right on the water and it's gorgeous. It's a older community, which is really nice. So there's not a lot of like drama. It's just, it's nice and clean and beautiful. And the weather there is so mild. It's awesome. So we were spending most of our days with Chandra as the bride, her sister's and they got on the ferry and we didn't make it back in time because I maybe have purchased some yarn and wanted to put it in the hotel first. <laughs> so, so we had like a half an hour before the next ferry and there was a restaurant just right across the street. And so we had a quick um, drink and this is just so random. So our server was just really enthusiastic and he like came back to the table after we had our drinks and like put down a mason jar and he's like, listen, guys, you seem really cool. And I get really high and I make buttons. <laughs> I'm like, okay. He's like, so go ahead and pick a few out. And then he kind of like showed us a few. 
but it was just it was too funny and i asked him if he had an instagram or anything he's like no i don't do the internet um he said he had a website but i can't find it he said something like terrible dot website so if anyone does find it and figure it out let me know because i thought he was super interesting i'd like to see see more about him um but the first one i have is there's like a little girl that has like an explosion behind her and so it's that little girl but it's the me it's like the meme of the little girl and there's like an explosion behind her and she's got a smirk on her face and (laughs) it's kind of sinister and adorable at the same time and then he has a friend who is a jazz artist who just composed her first cd and her name is heidi savoy and i listened to a little bit of her stuff and looked at her website i'll include it in the notes if you are into jazz and want to check her out that's cool yeah so i thought that was kind of just a random fun thing that was worth worth saying because how funny (laughs) But if you do happen to be at Dimitri's in Edmonds, hopefully he's there because he he was also a great server. But I, I enjoyed the surprise. So. <laughs> um, and then, oh, Brian's button. He got Picard on a button. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, so it's pretty perfect. Just We just started rewatching Star Trek. Yes. Uh, we're doing Next Generation right now. We just started the last season, which I think oh. is seven. I'm not sure. We're on Voyager which just happened to be because it was on Netflix at the time. Nice. Yeah, I think that's the next one. Great. So, We're doing a matter yeah. for her. <laughs> yeah, we are too. I think he watched the original series on his own. So I, I've watched parts of that, but I probably haven't watched the whole thing. We took the ferry across to Kingston. It was also a great town and I had lunch there and ferried back. And then every night, basically, we had a dinner um, for the engagement party. And that was awesome. And then the next day, we went to Pike's Market, watched some fish being thrown around. <laughs> yes, I've never seen that. I've never been there yet. It, it was cool. It was totally worth it. Uh, anyways, that was super fun. And so we walked down that. And I did happen to find a yarn shop there. But I'll talk about that. And Stash Enhancements. And after that, there's some piers pretty short, bot, short, like distance by. So we kind of wandered down. And while we're wandering down the stairs, there's like these cute little unicorns and char- chalk like down the stairway. And, they're, oh, and they cool. kept had arrows. And it was the same <laughs> we, were, we were going anyway. So I was like, okay, we need to kind of follow this and see what's going on. And it leads to um, Ugly Baby is the name of the store. Okay, <laughs> and they they have a variety of things. Um, they have kind of neat T-shirts, but they're silly and um, maybe not appropriate for everyone, but pretty great. And then they also make art to put in your shower. Huh? Yeah, I thought so that was like kind of fun. Like art. Yeah. How yeah. many how many places do you go? They're like, yeah, we make art especially for your shower. And they had some really cute baby clothes. It was it was worth the trip, and I ended up finding in their clearance box a, and it's I'm sorry guys, it's the dudes that the big giant machines that like walk. Oh, an at at, and there's that scene where Luke is like pulls a cord around him and makes him trip. He saves saves the war. I don't know. It's more than I remember. So. so they have this on their picture, and then it's coming up and making a heart. So maybe I'll make Aww. that episode picture for this one on our website cool i really liked it 
and it's really soft. So you got that for you or you got that for Riker? Me. I looked for Riker things and I don't know, nothing just nothing came um, off the top of your head. Yeah. Uh then the last last thing is we went crabbing, which I didn't know anything about. So that was pretty cool too. And then we after we did it, we went straight to the guy's house as a boat and cleaned them and boiled them and then ate them. Not all of them that we got, but um, we ate several of them later at dinner that we had. But yeah, that was about as fresh as you can get. Totally different than any crab experience I've had in the past. <laughs> I think awesome. I now like crab. Whereas before I was like, you mean the chewy stuff? Not chewy. It was wonderful. Oh, it was yeah. so good. The so, crab you get around here is nothing like the real crab. Yeah, no, no, it's like rubbery, chewy grossness. And this like had the right texture and the right taste. And like, I barely even used butter until the end. I was like, oh yeah, there's butter. And then I dug it butter and that was also really good. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's, that's the trip in the nutshell, not including the yarn trips. So that's, that's that. Are we ready to pop into announcements? I think they're I- pr- pretty quick tonight. I think so. All right. So for announcements, first of all, we have our had not hating it along still going on. Whoop I'm glad that's still going. They've reached fifty thousand hats, and have now extended the goal to a hundred thousand. So we've got five more that we'll be sending them. That's yep, pretty exciting. Yep. I'm excited. So, there's still plenty of time. If you haven't made a hat yet and you want to get in on it, there's still plenty of time. If you have a hat in the process, you're still in luck. It goes on. We'll take submissions through September 13th. And that'll be either through Instagram, Facebook, or on our website. And if you're using uh, Instagram or Facebook, remember to tag your hats with the GKMAL 2021 hat not hate. And hashtag hat not hate for the organization. Did I get those both right? Yeah, you just killed it. I think that's the most concise we've ever done it, probably because I wasn't talking as much. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was trying to go off the top of my head. Um, But so those are the places to enter and keep knitting those hats. I know I at least have one more in me. Yes. I think Caitlin does too. I just, I, uh, I probably have some more blue yarn. I know I have some bulky blue yarn that's really soft. Ooh, that'll go quickly. Yeah, I could do bulky. Yeah, so so please enter. We have some prizes for y'all. Uh, we'll um, draw them once it's done and let you guys know who won. I don't have the jerseys up on the website yet, but we do have jerseys available. They will be on our website by the time this episode goes live. To talk to our web expert anyways there is a new podcast that's been i feel like a pretty good good hit uh it's called true crime and knit safia tally say that right yeah i believe so okay we we like re-listened to her one of her episodes ahead of time just so i could try to say her name right so i'm so sorry if i didn't um she's also known as the drunk knitter and it is a crime focused podcast so she will talk about um, people of color or LGBTQ plus voices and focus on those specific cases. And then there's also an intervention where whoever her guest is, they will have a conversation about kind of what they're up to and what they're knitting on. And so it's kind of a mixture of 
crime podcasts and knitting. There's some like YouTube podcasts, but not listening podcasts that I've found that that are putting the two together. So I think that's kind of neat. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I I much prefer audio only podcasts. And so sometimes the, the niche isn't always there. I'm excited for this one. Yeah. So check it out. It's pretty awesome. And do let us know if you are listening to something neat that we haven't mentioned. I'm, I love listening to podcasts so much. <laughs> so part of the reason why Kelsey and I made a podcast is because we love them. So <laughs> let us know. <laughs> There's always a good time to listen to a new podcast. Beverage too? Beverage too. Little squeezy juicy pail. And I know I've had beers from them before, but I don't think I've had this one. Well, they've got several that are similar to this that are also like a uh, hazy IPA or juicy IPA. Sounds right up my boat. And they totally right up your boat. Up oh, my boat. I don't know if that's the right. Oh, and they're from Oregon. I did not know that. And the picture is really neat. So it's got a yellow background or gold background. And it's got a hops bud on a like a manual juicer like you would use like an orange or something like that to juice it oh absolutely going all juicy it's also crafted to remove gluten what i didn't know that this beer was fermented from grains containing gluten and crafted to remove gluten the gluten content of this beer cannot be verified and this product may contain gluten but they have at least tried to get rid of some of it so yeah so someone that's maybe sensitive but not completely intolerant could do it Mm mm-hmm and let's see here yep it's the shoots the shoots i've had numerous from this brewery and i really hope to actually get there someday this is quite pleasant i would say it is like they say refreshingly juicy they did want us to know that no fruit was harmed in making this beer that's a good one this one also has a i hate saying light because i feel like that's the wrong word and drinkable is so general but it's very comfortable it's something I could have more than one. It's um, a sessionable. Thank you. It's a session. Sessionable beer. That's a great word. I'm getting the juiciness. I'm getting like a crisp finish. It's not obnoxiously hoppy, but we have those nice little hops in there. Yeah, no, it's not bad at all. Mm-hmm. The only problem with drinking from cans is I can't tell everyone what the color is, but that again, doesn't necessarily mean that much for the taste, which is what we care about. Well, we could always, you know, pour it into a glass. Yeah, but I'm sitting and knitting and happy. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of knitting, do we move on to some update? Yeah, let's talk about knitting. Okay, I'm going to talk about my sweater first. Perfect. Mostly because I'm going to take this sweater off to put on the other one. Although your hand-spun sweater is so cool. All sorts of pretty colors in it. She can't hear me because her headphones are on, so I can just say whatever I want. <laughs> I can kind of hear you. <laughs> Uh-oh. Woo! Oh, that fits nice. The only thing, maybe wish I would would have knitted a little bit longer. Just make the ribbing really long. Well, I have to pick out the... Design. I have to pick out the bind off. Although, really, I think it's good. Once I block it out, I think it'll be fine. Oh, it fits so nice. It fits perfectly like a T. I didn't gauge swatch like I discussed last time <laughs> me being the renegade that i am i feel like you need like two usernames now one of them is the <laughs> renegade but this is gonna fit great like it's a little bit tighter it's i think she suggests having
getting four inches of positive ease. And I think right now I've got like, I think I'm at zero inches of ease, which is perfect. It sits snugly, but it looks real cute and it looks really good on you. And I think, and so I just bound off with the ribbing on the hem. I still need to go and put the ribbing in the neck. Although I don't think I'm going to make neckline much higher. I think I might just do a little, maybe I'll just go in with like an I-cord. Oh, an I-cord would be neat. A little I-cord edging instead of a ribbed neckline. And then I'm going to put about an inch on the sleeve. So just ribbing on the sleeve, I think. Are you going to use that? maroon color as well no because i ran out of it (laughs) i so i was using all my minis from the marry everything and happy always mini skin swap Mm -hmm. and then a bunch of other random bits i had around i used at least 53 different colors yeah at one point i counted them all out and i put all of them in one bag as i used it i moved it to the next bag so then i would use all the ones in the one bag and move it into the next bag and so forth that way you'd be kind of repeating it later on then right okay yep you know i think once i block this soak it and block it it'll be perfect it's real nice so excited (laughs) so this now has me inspired to i finally figured out how to make cole a sweater i've wanted to make him a sweater i've made him so many socks but i want to make him a sweater so i think i finally have what i need to get there in my head the sea last key has worked in one by one color work and i changed out colors one color every row mostly goes back and forth between greens and yellows and pinks with some neutrals in between and I kind of just like went with whatever I felt like using at the given time. So gorgeous. Yeah. It's so fun. There's so many colors that they all just go together. What One thing I did do on this that I haven't done on anything else is, or at least I haven't done it on a garment, is using the magic knot to change out my colors. Mm Mm-hmm. So tomorrow I want to go pick up some fray check and I'll dot each, you know, knot with some fray check and trim up the ends a little bit and then wash it and I should be ready to go. Do you feel like using the magic knot has created any like tight spots or anything like that? Or is it feeling pretty good? I feel like there are a couple of spots where there are tight spots or a loose spot from where the knot caught. And I think sometimes I tried so they wouldn't align, but sometimes they kind of did. I'm just curious to see how that plays out. Honestly, I use a bunch of scraps and a bunch of minis. And so you know what? If it works for a while, it works for a while. If it lasts forever, green. It needs to last forever. It's so pretty. I am so excited and with the style almost going every other stitch I feel like it kind of locks itself in a little more too oh absolutely yeah Yeah, no I definitely have found that but so taking this my next sweater is going to be called is going to be roughly based on one called born in Brooklyn it is a hoodie knit on larger needles and fingering weight I'm going to try to see if I can make it for coal wool mushy W-O-L-L-M-U-S-C-H-I. So it's kind of like this boyfriend style, lightweight hoodie, a bit of a v-neck. Yeah, I'm excited for the hood. Sounds like you'd like it. So I'm going to try to make him one as with the one by one just to use up some more stuff. Do you have a color scheme in mind or or palette, I guess I should say? Not really. I am just going to go off of what I have left I think maybe I, I've got some hedgehog fibers that I'd bought for a fade 
shawl that I don't think I'll ever make. I'm kind of thinking I might use some of those too. They're kind of bright. I kind of want to make it look kind of tie-dye-ish. Oh, that's fun. I even had the thought at one point of knitting it in two strands of white and then actually tie-dyeing it. What? Might have to do that someday and see how that works with a wool sweater. Yeah, that would be interesting. I know how dyeing works. And I've seen yeah. like resistance dyeing and thing and like ice dyeing and things like that. But I've never like seen anyone try to like tie dye a wool sweater. Yeah. And like, I don't know, I want someone to do that to a sock blank. Well, it's very similar to what... I think it would be very similar to what some people do with sock blanks. Oh, my vanilla socks. They're Ooh. my rainbow through the world colorway from Desert Vista Dye Works. And just vanilla socks on, you know, size zero needles or something tiny. I just needed something simple, something that I could work on in staff meetings and not have to look at. I started it before Rag Rye, and the other day I finished the first sock. So I've one, I'm one sock in and another color repeat through. Yay. So I am sure by, unless I cast on the two more sweaters I'm planning in my head, <laughs> I'll have that sock done by the end of next week, I'm sure. Yeah, you've been cruising through it. Well, and I've been doing some of that kind of more lover style knitting and that goes pretty fast for me, especially if I have the chance to look. If I'm looking and knitting like that, I, I zoom right through it. I need to work on that. Or even just continental. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I've been spinning a little bit. Ooh. Just a little bit because I've really missed it. I really haven't done as much of that this summer as I would have liked. I ordered a set of Rolex that I've never spun from Rolex before. So what's a Rolex? So I can actually I can show you because I have another set right here in front of me. Rolex. Okay. Rolex are a form of fiber prep where they're like long skinny tubes where the fibers come off either cards or a blending board okay i believe and it's, what do you have to do differently for that oh uh, you really don't have to do anything differently for me i'm using them to work on my long draw long backwards draw okay. i think i'm missing the term right off the top of my head but a different form of drafting of how you spin the fiber of where you hold it and how you pinch it off and i'll just show you sometime so yeah. you've got different ways, different forms of different draws of the fiber, how close you hold it to, you know, the orifice where it's spinning and giving the twist to the fiber or how far away your hands are. So there's kind of different ways to do that. Yeah. That's kind of all I've got going on the needles right now. Needles or the, you know, wheel right now. But yeah, so I've got Sounds the, pretty awesome. yeah, the sea tea, the vanilla socks and spinning and about to cast on the Berlin, born in Berlin. It's your turn. Yeah, I have a lot of the same. I've made some fantastic progress on the Crumpus Knot socks by Curly Yay! Pins. Getting better, getting better. They're looking so cool. So I am real close to oh, starting wow. the Oh, section. Six hour so plane ride really helped. It was supposed to be four <laughs> hours, but I guess Chicago had like tornadoes and hail, so we couldn't land. So we just were circling over Kansas. It's like you you, you got <laughs> inches done. Yeah. Yeah. I turned the heel. God, when, I think I turned that right before we left. No. When did I turn the heel? Shoot, I forgot. Because I was working on the color work in the airport. And that's why okay. I, I didn't work on it in the first flight because I didn't want to have two balls of yarn at once. So I don't know. Yeah, but it's it's rolling through. I'm excited. You're so close. You're going to be done by the end of next week, too. Oh, that'd be awesome. You'll be able to count those. You'll be able to. The, and then it's Knit Circus yarn, too, isn't it? Yes. And it does qualify for the 5K make-along. 
it's like you'll c- get to count it double i believe really that'd be so great because i'm because way it, i believe <laughs> i believe since it's knit circus you get to count it twice that is fantabulous i will have to do an estimation on the skulls to take those out that's awesome yeah and it, it, it's been really fun to watch the colors change especially on the heel when the colors change at the beginning of the turn of the heel and so you can even see more of the fading that they did and i think it's really pretty even though it's on the bottom of my heel i like it <laughs> pretty it's really okay. fun to do and th- this is the first time doing the fish lips keel oh sweet. i love that it's just so it's just i don't know it's just so smooth i think mine might be a little loose mm-hmm. compared to the rest but it is really pretty i like the way that it you kind of see that definition of the diagonal that's cool yeah thanks i'm excited it means a lot coming from from kelsey the badass knitter or the badass renegade knitter maybe i should just say renegade knitter i am sure there's already a renegade knitter out there somewhere i am sure but i'm stealing it for the night at least we can we can still appreciate the creativity of the name dumpster fires i am planning on putting them together this weekend during a nap time that's just really the best time like during the week like Riker goes to bed and I will get started on it like 7 30 or 8 and I just really don't want to be doing that kind of stuff at that time of night during the week I'm I'm hoping for a good nap on Saturday or Sunday where I can knock it out Brian will be home too so if he does need to do something with Riker I can always kind of like clean up and make it safe for him and so not a whole lot there but I did want to mention my plan because I am finally going to finish these guys since I've been talking about them almost since we started the podcast started them in november do you really yeah <laughs> no way because well because i kind of put them down when i was working on other things too like i started them about the same time i started on my sweater and then i really wasn't working at the kitchen table very much so they kind of sat i um, had no idea yeah yeah so it's time to be done with them and i did weigh one of the dumpsters that looked like the most like kind of average of them just to get a rough guesstimate because I know weighing just one is is hard but I did get that that was 38 grams and if I looked at red heart which I think most of it is red heart acrylic that means that roughly it is either 1428 yards or 1307 meters which is more than my worsted weight sweater was. <laughs> so I mean it's awesome that I did this big project but I also could have had a sweater. Yeah. <laughs> you know what you stuck with it I don't think I would have been able to stick with it I think it's good I did I I learned a lot I got a lot better at my like certain stitches because there's a lot of make ones and there's a modified slip slip knit I don't know smaller projects I think can be harder in some ways so I think I think it was a really good experience for me to to work on them and get better that's probably too general saying smaller projects are harder but some smaller projects can be harder. Some, yes, definitely. Um, and unfortunately, since I started in November, it wouldn't count for the knit circus. But that gives me hope that maybe someday I can knit a 5K during the make along. Someday you definitely will, especially and- once I turn you into a like normal sweater sweater knitter, crazy sweater knitter. Yes, I I want to knit more sweaters so bad. Like you might knit another sweater this fall. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I am I'm surprised I haven't cast it on the Braco, the hugging sweater. Oh, right. Yeah, that's coming. It's coming. <laughs> yes. So tonight earlier I said that I just tied in all the ends. I had a little bit of yarn left from a hat that I knitted on the plane. 
there's a pattern that I stumbled on. I would say it's an ornament, but it's probably useful for other things too, but it's a brioche feather. It is called Free as a Bird. Did my best. I read an article from babble.com to try to pronounce the designer's name. So I apologize in advance. She is Swedish and her name is Kahasa Bjorla. I was, I was reading about their loud and soft vowels. So I did my best and that turned out better (laughs) than I thought it would. (laughs) But of course her information will be in our show notes. Please check her out. If you can help me pronounce it, I'd love that too. I do want to get people's names right. So yeah, so basically I just use the end of the yarn on a hat that I knitted that I'll talk about later. Some acrylic that I have no idea. There's no label on it, but it looked about the same size. I just knitted two feathers. I'll probably just include them with the dumpsters when I go to Christmases and see if people want it. Uh, My second one's definitely a lot better than my first one. Had to kind of remember brioche. You could just make a whole bunch of them and like turn them into like a bird. Yeah. A whole bunch of them and make yourself a bird costume. Oh my god, that's a lot of feathers. In the pictures for the pattern, it's gorgeous. She has them in a like tree as a bunch of ornaments. It looks like it might be in winter. It does not have leaves on it, and it's neat. That'd be All cool. different colors. My main color is like a creamy color, and then my second color is this kind of jean-looking blue color. I believe it's called like blue mist. Oh, come okay. Oh, no, I do have it. Denim mist. That makes more sense. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of really what I've been up to. And it's been fun and great. Yay. <laughs> FOs. I have no FOs. What? I have been obsessed with sweater. <laughs> obsessed with the sweater. Stick around for next week and there will be an FO. <laughs> yeah, there will. Definitely. How's your uh, Knit Circus 5K going? I still need to weigh my wedding dress. Oh, that's right. Yes. So I haven't been able to update my total on that. Let's so see. So it'd be easily a thousand or so at more. Uh, I'm not Maybe sure. In, right? I'm guessing I used about right around a thousand meters. And then I finished the sweater. The sweater. I'm going to have to. So when I average, when I weigh this, I'm going to just find an average like mm-hmm. meterage for a regular fingering weight and use that to kind of estimate based off the weight. It makes sense to me. Because who knows? All kinds of minis, all kinds of pieces. And I think at most, apart from when I did the ribbing, the most that any one color was in here was like six or eight rows. I'm hoping some good meterage out of this too. <laughs> I bet you will have good meterage. I guess that means it's my turn. It is your turn. All right. So I, on the plane ride out to Seattle, which was really, so we're in Des Moines. So we connected in, a, in O'Hare, Chicago. So we went east and then we went west. <laughs> well, giving, yeah. given their main options are Chicago, Minneapolis, and Alice. So you were either going north, south, or east before you went yeah. west. <laughs> I've connected through Denver before. Oh, um, yeah. Not to Denver fly to too. Seattle. This is my first time in Seattle. But I, I know that there are some, some connections in Denver, but not this one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So anyways, I, I wasn't sure where I'd be in my socks and I knitted them while we were like waiting for the plane to take off and I wasn't done with the color work yet. So I cast it on the fisherman's rib hat and technically the pattern is fisherman's rib hat and scarf, but I just did the hat and it's by Stacy Perry. So very pink knits who is near and dear to all of our hearts. She's amazing. <laughs> 
you are an eating goddess (laughs) yes she's so awesome and i since it was a hat not hate hat i used lion brands yarn to try it out i have never used their vanna's choice yarn i would say this yarn is definitely a iron weight like they say on the website that it's a four that's worsted i know i'm a loose knitter but it (laughs) it's thicker yarn (laughs) and i believe like on ravelry calls it Aaron weight but then a lot, a lot of different stores that I looked at it still says worsted but just something to keep in mind if you do end up knitting with it it's 100% acrylic very durable I don't know if it's necessarily for me but it was perfect for the airplane the yarn wasn't for you or the pattern oh the yarn sorry the pattern was great the way she wrote it out she has several tutorials for it I didn't watch them and by the time I wanted to we were in the air and I wasn't gonna pay $13 for internet <laughs> so okay so you casted it on when you took off mm-hmm. essentially and you got it done before you got home nearly yeah nice well yes yes before i got home in des moines yes yeah i finished it in the hotel room like randomly one night yeah so that was it was very quick and i needed the smaller size and i knew how to knit like down a stitch but I did not know how to purl down a stitch. And watching the video was definitely helpful because it was smoother than what I was doing, but it was it was still good, still worked. And one of the flight attendants came by and said it looked nice. <laughs> <laughs> I always like that. Oh, hey, that's always nice what you're working on or, you know, yeah. from the flight attendants. Yeah, so I'm going to definitely make the effort. I don't see people often because of COVID and being a new mom, newish mom. But when I do, I'm definitely going to make the effort if I see someone knitting. Oh, I, I try to. It's so it's just so flattering and fun to meet someone who's also into it. And then my that brings my Knit Circus 5k to 926 and a quarter meters. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a thousand that could have been in there. That's not. And the socks go in there. So there'll be another 400-ish, hopefully. That'll be nice. Or, well, that's 400 yards. No, it's 400 yards. But also, since those are both knit circus, you'll be able to count those double. Awesome. Yeah, I guess that's all I have for an FO. What's hopping's next? But you know what else is hopping? Beer? Golden beers. Golden beers. <laughs> uh, this one is from New Belgium. They're mostly known for their fat tire beer, which is great. It was a great beer to introduce me to other beers for sure. I'm glad that beer exists because it's a lot of people's intro to craft beer. Yeah. And it's, it is a good beer. It is. I'll certainly order it. And I think this is now kind of, I don't think, I know this is a whole series that they're doing of Voodoo Ranger IPAs. They have a bunch of them out, but this one's yellow on the can. So it counts. (laughs) And it is a skull who has a gold tooth and is wearing a, almost like a pilot hat, but Mel Belgium does really great, great things to the community of beer drinking. Oh, and the can's kind of neat too. It has like three or four extra ridges on its way up. Mm -hmm. It's good. This is definitely um, a little heavier than the first two beers tonight, but it's still on the lighter side, I feel like, for an IPA in the body. It is. Yeah. My only, the only thing I'm not a big fan of is it, it's a little on the weedier side almost. I, I totally agree with you there. And that doesn't really, it's not really my thing. Yeah. My favorite voodoo beer is the one with the white can. I don't remember which one that is. Voodoo Ranger Juicy IPA. Ah. Uh, Juicy Hayes IPA. Sorry. And he's dressed up a little bit differently on that one, but same, same kind of theme. But now he has a card in his hat and he has one of those like neckties and the thing that's holding it together is a skull (laughs) they're all fun fun designed and this one's pretty good i do like their designs they have some pretty good ones that means i would like to think that they're supporting an artist of some sort too so that's cool i hope i hope so it's not 
on the it's not i'm not getting a lot of juiciness but there definitely is hop flavor it's a little less Uh, crisp than the last one bursting with tropical aromas and juicy fruit flavors from mosaic and amarillo hops this golden ipa is perfectly bitter with a refreshing sublime finish what you got for stash enhancements stash enhancements well i was supposed to have one new skein of my watts yarn for my bright access tea but it's at the post office so i have no stash enhancement well i mean it's an enhancement it's just not an enhancement in your possession so it depends it, where your enhancement definition lies i would prefer my stash enhancement to be here at my house but you know that's fair so i think that's about it for me i'm kind of boring this week i don't think you're boring at all you've been working on pretty exciting things and you saw willie melton <laughs> i sure did before he does <laughs> oh no <laughs> i have to come to terms with it someday willie nelson will die one day but no thankfully it was not yesterday <laughs> for real at when they uh when the ambulances were coming and everything i was like don't be willie don't be willie don't be willie and at one point so you know obviously willie is notorious for smoking weed and there's a song he sings called roll me up and smoke me when i die <laughs> and it, it, it's exactly as it says he says you know roll me up and smoke me when i die and someone made the joke of some pretty good weed he's been smoking to keep him alive yeah that's all i got I have no sash enhancements. You've had more years of yarn collecting than me too, so I, I'm it's okay sh- sometimes to have a a pause. I'm trying hard actually to you know sort of do the opposite and use up my stash. So this sweater and this next sweater are like great for me. I feel like I'm getting a bunch of little things out of the way that I've had forever. Mm-hmm, definitely, and it's just fun to see them become something oh absolutely that's that's so beautiful i don't know i see a lot of like scrappy projects and i'm like "Eh, yeah you used it up but are you gonna use it is it nice i don't know i can see that too whereas like your sweater is just gorgeous or your t-shirt sorry it's a tee it's a sweater i don't know i'm i'm gonna definitely have to do another one (laughs) i'm definitely gonna have to do one at least i have all these ideas after playing with all the different colors i have all these thoughts of color going through my head and things i want to do absolutely that's why i'm always carrying a notebook with me anymore like i just want to keep going then do it right up see one of these days i'm working on it it's just like that we just there's so many things to knit. I want to knit the thing. Oh, or at least nearly all of them. It's like I have I have three sweaters I want to cast on today now. <laughs> so I guess guess that means it's it's my turn. It is your turn. And you get to tell us not only your stash enhancements, but your your yarn store visits. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So we'll start off. Let's start off with Stranded by the Sea, which I mean, if you've got a great pun like that. You're already right? like destined <laughs> to be amazing. And this store is super well organized. Her website is pretty darn decent too. It's it's clear she keeps it up, which is awesome. I can't imagine owning a yarn store and keeping up with all that, but she does. I've I was I've been checking it out. <laughs> but anyways. Oh, is this the one that was three minutes from where you were staying? Yeah, three minute walk. Like she was real close. Like we could see the building that the yarn store was in. That's so cool. <laughs> cool. Like we walked when we were walking, I totally thought it was like further up on the way to like the main Edmonds shops. And I was like, oh, there it is. Okay. 
And it's kind of near a donut coffee shop, which is cool too. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Tara is her name. Her shop has, it's like super organized. The first thing I noticed when I walked in is she has a ton of spinning wheels for sale. At least I haven't gone to a lot of yarn shops, but I mean, there was at least 10 and she, she had them all kind of spaced out too. So you could see them and she kind of talked like- to me about them different versions different mm-hmm. like bottles and everything yeah nice and she educated me a little bit but i'm i'm not gonna pretend to <laughs> reiterate it but that was really cool and then she also has all 225 colors of jameson's of shetland yarn wow so she has that very nicely displayed and organized so if you're looking for a color work project she says she ships all over the country i'll be calling her yeah probably so i was really impressed with that and she has bunnies. Were they Angora? They were Angora bunnies. And their ears are so cute. So she has like a rotation where she brings one in every day and, sw- and no. switches them out. Yeah. So she has a nice, <sighs> nice, like portable cage for them to hang out at the store. Cause I guess they, the texture of the floor is, is they're not into it. So they, they hang out there. So I met Blueberry and apparently he's one of her more chill rabbits. She let me hold him. Yeah, he's he was sweet. (laughs) And he was so soft. And to have seven of them and organize this amazing store. They're 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 not a low maintenance bunny. (laughs) I guess most bunnies are people are surprised. We have to brush them almost every day, is my understanding. Okay. And she has, and she does use their fur. And she has made, she made something for, leave a relative. I think she made a cowl out of it. But she had, so right where his cage was, she had a whole shelf dedicated to what has come off her bunnies. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Start to finish project. And she's just so sweet and friendly and like very willing to talk to me. She has a Thursday spinning group, but they're not just spinning. And at least for now, it's also virtual. She okay. has some, someone, I guess, from California that joins them and a few people that come in and knit during it. And it sounds, I think she said it's during the day, but I, I would really like to jump in at some point and say hi. Um, That'd be cool. Yeah. I don't know. I'm wandering around the store. So the first, <laughs> okay. So the first thing that I got is she has a huge selection of sweet Georgia yarn. And so I got two of her tough love socks. One is called Alpen glow. It is a seasonal and it's, it's kind of like a bunch of different, like pinks Ooh, and maroony colors. That's really pretty. Yeah. I probably would have bought 10 of them if there were 10, like, but there was one. Oh, that would be a beautiful sweater. Yeah. I'm like, I want to bake something really big with this because it's so pretty. But I grabbed the one that was there. She said she couldn't keep, she can barely keep that colorway on the shelf. And then the other one I got was Spacewalk, which has some purples and blues in it. That's cool too. So I don't know what they're going to be because I just thought they're pretty and I wanted them. (laughs) But they're soft and pretty and... Not everything needs a purpose. It doesn't. It will someday, I hope, because it looks like it would be a joy to knit with. And then I also got... Schlapple. Schlapple. But the schlapple! I got more schlapple. So this one is actually two skeins rolled together, so you can make matching socks. And she was very sweet and very clearly explained to me how to... And I'm not going to reiterate it very well, but when I take it apart, the ends that I'm supposed to start with are knotted together. Okay. There's actually two two in here to make two matching socks and there's just every color under the sun on here and there's some it it like looks like it's color work in it it's got some orange and green and red and purple and black and i don't know there's everything in here that's cool 
It's cool. Seen this before in person. So she had a super interesting collection, but that's what caught my eye. And then I went to the front and she has like a display table in the front and she had frog and toad. Yay. And she's like, yeah, I'm actually going to make some sets today. I should probably have three more two already taken. I'm like, what? You're going to have a frog and toad set? There's so many things that are great about her frog and toad set. One of them is most of them are minis and full schemes. So it's like $125 plus usually. So can you can you explain to people real quick? Like, frog and toad? Frog and toad. Yes. So they are a children's chapter book. There's multiple chapter books and it's it's like an introduction to reading in chapter books and novels. Frog is like really sweet and happy all the time and Toad is kind of grumpy and it's just about being an inclusive good person. So their message is, is really wonderful and they're just buddies. So someone designed a beautiful pattern of them. But anyways, everyone I've seen has been... 100 plus because you have to buy all the colors involved because they've got toad is in his swimsuit and frog is in a vest and pants and then there's their like eyes are different colors and then there's an embroidery section for their mouths and so it just it gets costly really quick which is completely fine i was more just intimidated by like trying to find the right colors but she's set it up so she's got two full skeins and then she's put on bobbins what you need of those other colors and then even smaller bobbins like that you get embroidery floss on for like their eyes and their uh, mouths so that was really awesome because then there's not as much waste she's able to put in some high quality yarn so she's got jameson's of shetland spindrift on the bobbins and these bobbins are so cute they're little frogs i don't know if you can see them oh they are I can. Those and are like, huge. Their little feet and hands stick out. <laughs> I nearly was going to message you and see if you couldn't get another one before you came back. Oh, I'll get you one. It was it was like $45. I'm like, what? That's and instead of like stuffing, she has buckwheat holes. Oh, that's cool. But like feeling the ones she made, like it it gives it really nice feel and it's not like acrylic stuffing. It's I'm excited for that. I can't I really want to make my own set of those. Okay, well, you will get a kit and we will do it together because this will be a pretty solid challenge for Miss Caitlin, but I'm excited. I'm excited for you. That's going to be fun. Yeah, it's sitting at the top of my queue, but I don't know how long it'll take you to get to it. I don't I don't remember if it was Lisa of Fiber Nymph or who it was that had done one of these not terribly long ago, maybe last year. Unraveling. Yes. Yes. He's been working on it. I I don't know if he's done yet. He's close. Very cool. Yeah. So when I came back the next day to pick it up, her husband was there, complete with a name tag that says like trainee on it. <laughs> like <laughs> a nice name tag, like a safety pinned on wooden name tag. Like he got it made. And he was putting together some sets for her. And so that's it's really cool to see see that he's supportive and he was really silly. <laughs> trainee slash manager. I like it. <laughs> But they had a they had a fun dynamic, probably not far from my husband and I, where I'm kind of like all streams type A ahead, and then Brian like is like, no wait, let's smell the flowers and let's laugh about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, one more. This is when we went to the Pike Place yeah. market. There was a yarn booth there, and she was explaining to me that anyone that is inside that building has to craft or make their products. So I thought that was cool I didn't know that we bought some wood burnt magnets that are gorgeous and just cool to have have a place that values that anyways they are called MJ yarns 
their logo is really neat. It's like a circle with a bunch of dragons. Huh. Yeah. And this is a male dyer. And his sister was there selling the yarn. And this one is called their Sophista Sock because it has 10% tinsel. So it has a little, little sparkle in it. This is kind of right along my typical color palette. Um, greens and purples. There's a little bit of like a rusty yellow in it. It's really pretty. Yeah, I'm glad you like it. I was, I was having some buyer's remorse because there was this like brown based one that was speckly but i really wanted that one i want all of it i want all of it they have a website and i did go to the pike's place market and they are the only booth that's there on their website that has fiber or yarn but that was neat too it's it was getting busier even as we were there so i didn't get to talk to her as long but sounded really cool she said she did a lot of the finishing on the like mitts and stuff that they sell that's cool so cool i don't know it's so hard to show on camera those they're hard to yeah they're hard to get right that's what i got i think we're now to hangovers kelsey got any hangovers no nope Hey, I have just been like full steam ahead on this sweater. So I'm really excited. I'm I'm probably going to wear it to my conference on Saturday. <laughs> Yay. That's awesome. Just assuming I get it finished tomorrow and blocking tomorrow and dry by the time I have to leave for Chicago. I'm crossing my fingers, but you're, you are real close. <laughs> Worst comes to worse. I'll have it blocking and drying in the car on my way there. <laughs> oh my God. I kind of love that. <laughs> You could totally pull that off, but you might pull it off before then anyways. I think I'll get it pulled off before then. Yeah. I think I can make it work. (laughs) So how about you? Any knitting hangovers? Nope. Just real hangovers, man. Just real hangovers? Just real hangovers. Well, I don't think they, I don't know. They suck. (laughs) And I feel like they keep getting harder as I get older, but I don't know. Maybe I remember them thinking they sucked before too i don't know they hangover suck man i think i just have far fewer and so that they hurt that much more mm, touche it's like uh, my last hangover was the sunday of rag rye and oof oof, <laughs> oof. because saturday is always the party day day zero is the drinking day <laughs> <sighs> anyway sometimes we have fun and then sometimes our bodies get a little angry you know that's okay i'm okay with that that's just telling me i i really don't need to drink that much and it's perfectly fine (laughs) so kelsey what's been going on this week i rode my bike last weekend Ooh, I know. Big surprise. I did a bike race. It makes you happy. It it does. Yes. I did a bike race. Took first. (laughs) I kind of stacked a team together. So there was a bike race last weekend that both Cole and I did. And it was called 24 Hours of Coming. So it is because it's (laughs) spelled. If you've got a dirty mind, it's spelled exactly as you think. (laughs) But so it's a 24 hour bike race or rather you have 24 hours. The original idea is that it's a 400 kilometer race and you have 24 hours to ride those 400 kilometers in 24 hours. So roughly 248 miles. Wow. Yeah. And so they give you a 24-hour time limit, but they have divisions from solo 400K to two and four-person 400Ks to individual 100 and 200-kilometer races. So Cole and I both raced in the team categories this year. I ended up stacking a team, essentially, meaning that I had a bunch of people who could ride bikes well. You also ride bikes very well. 
I didn't say I did it. And I said I had a bunch of people. <laughs> all right. Oh, I had a team that was all ready to go last year, but our entry, or they canceled the race last year. So our entry got pushed this, this year. I was drawing the four person relay and I was the only person out of my original four people who was on this year's team, <laughs> which is fine. We had a great time. I ended up pulling in a couple of the local hot shots and another friend of mine. We managed to pull off the win somehow. That's so cool. Uh, yeah. It starts at 9 p.m. on Friday and finishes at 9 p.m. Or you have to be done by 9 p.m. on Saturday. And I did the second loop. Our first rider was in, she left at 9 p.m. and was in at 1.04 a.m. or something like that. 1.05, something like that. And then I didn't see her coming and no one said hey she's here mm-hmm. so a couple minutes after she was in i left but so she was the first person in out of like the 20 or so people that took off friday night mm, that's awesome and so i had a good 38 miles before anybody caught me which was kind of fun so i took mm-hmm. off at you know 1 10 a.m to ride my 60 61 miles and I rode by myself in the dark listening to the nature for 38 miles uh, before finally someone got to me right after I'd crossed a water crossing cool which was fun I like water crossings but then it was so humid and so hot that I had such a hard time I had three bottles of water and mile 38 like right after the water crossing i was trying to switch bottles i was emptying one bottle into another because i didn't have the space to reach the other one i could not get the bottles undone because my hands were so slippery and just oh it took me way longer to do that than i had thought i had hoped um which was slightly frustrating but that's okay I mean, at least if you're sweating, it means you're... Oh, I, I was... <laughs> I, yeah, I wasn't worrying about that. I was sweating. Yeah, it was 85% humidity in Iowa at 4 a.m. in the morning. I don't know. It was glorious. It was the first time I had done a race at night. I've ridden into the dark. I've ridden for a couple of hours in the morning. But this is the first time I was truly like nighttime, which was so much fun. So much fun. I got into... So how they do it is they've got four different loops, a 100 kilometer loop or four different 100 kilometer loops. So you come back and start and end in the same spot. I took off at you know, one whatever in the morning. I went and rode my loop. And I guess there was a guy who was trying to chase me for the last 10 miles. Hmm. I saw him with about four miles out. It's like I'd already been passed by three people. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to let one more person catch me. So I finished it out as strong as I possibly could. I laid it all out there. And nice job. I had a phenomenal race. It was a great weekend. Despite there being in a, you know, there were, there ended up only being two teams in our division, which is fine, whatever. The other team, their fourth person decided that he was going to ride a single speed for the first time in a race. (laughs) 
what that means is you have no gears you can't change anything you have one speed and that's it so you're either grinding harder or spinning faster to try to keep going and a lot of times this can cause a lot of cramping in people that's exactly what happened to him 25 miles into his loop with this year being an odd year the race kind of made some interesting rules where you could like take one of your teammates and drop them off where another teammate falls off and actually a friend of mine was on the other team she rides the same bike that I do wears same size shoes helmet everything and she had done loop one and then the last guy was on loop four and he couldn't ride anymore he was done he was not gonna be able to finish and so they're like okay what do we do we can't finish well hey there's this rule saying that we can go drop somebody off Mm mm-hmm but they didn't really have anybody with anything to go drop off. And so uh-huh. my my team actually helped their team like get stuff together for her so that she could be dropped off. That's awesome. And, yeah. And they were only like 40 minutes behind us or something. So it was going to come down to the wire. But that's how it is. That's that's how community grassroots is. gravel community is. Yeah. Awesome. It is totally awesome. So yeah, we ended up winning and Colt's team ended up winning and... It's a good weekend. Yeah. I'll have to try to see if I can get myself some people to do it with me. I would love to do that race. I would love to get into a uh, gravel bike first, though. Yes. Baby step. You will get there. You will yeah. definitely get you there. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be fun. Yeah. So IRL, we kind of touched on this actually earlier is before we started recording that it's really, really awesome to follow patterns, but it's also good to like understand what's going on and allow your creativity to kind of move forward to in your own creation. Absolutely. And, and I feel like um, when I first started knitting, I didn't ever use a pattern. Like I knitted my first pair of fingerless gloves, which fit <laughs> without a pattern. I just did it. My increases were a little wonky now that I've like learned how to do increase stitches, but they, they fit. I, I want to find a way to kind of balance that. And I'm really interested in what other people do. Is it every third project? You just try to knit and see what happens. But I, I feel like I haven't really been doing that. For me lately, like I haven't so much as done anything knitting wise as far as trying something like that, but I've been jotting down a lot of the things that have been coming into my head in a notebook at least to give me an idea of where to start. And I keep getting distracted going back to those. I want to go start doing, trying to figure out what, how to knit what it was in my head, but at least I'm putting those things down onto paper. Yeah. Saving them. And I have, I have done, I haven't done it in a while, but I do have several documents of ideas and and patterns that I wanted to play around with, but I see my cue and I see all these things I want to knit and they're beautiful and I want to do them. And so how, how does one balance or remember to be like, yes, those socks are awesome. You're going to love knitting them, but maybe you should play around with something first and do a project and then and then do this the sock pattern or whatever so I can just kind of play with yarn. I've been finding for me recently, like I start a lot of things off of somebody else's pattern and I like get the beginning of it and then I go from there. I use their pattern as a starting point. But probably the last, uh, not my dress, not the ties, not the socks, but like a bunch of things I've done this year, I've kind of off-roaded. <laughs> and pulled in this aspect and that aspect and I think at least for me I've been finding lately is I take all the influences I've had over the years and kind of what's 
striking the moment. If I'm knitting a pattern, but something else is going, hey, you should do this on this instead. I've been just kind of running with it. So you're kind of just as you're working through these projects, adding your own creativity into them. Correct. To allow for that side of our craft. Like it gives me a structure to work from and then I just kind of add on to it or manipulate it in my own way, which is going to be closer to where I want to be for just doing my own thing. Cool. I don't know if that makes sense, but it does make sense. I like it a lot and I'd love to hear what other people think too. So, oh, I absolutely would too. Just guys, we would love to hear about it love to talk about in the podcast are you designing something do you want to share it with us i i don't think i am i designed a bunch of like koozies for wine bottles and then just never like kelsey test knitted and tech edited it forever ago and i just need to pull the plug on it uh, we just <laughs> we just need to reshoot those and rewrite it up on the fancy format and get those out yeah because they are fun it's and they're an easy gift but yeah. Are you not going to do 20 of them for Christmas? Nope. <laughs> nope. I think my Christmas knitting, I'm not going to say done, but I don't have a lot of plans for it at the moment. I, I really want to knit something for Riker if I'm going to knit anything for anyone. Maybe Kelsey. Ooh. <laughs> I would love very much to knit. Knit Riker a sweater. He's almost two and I haven't knitted him a sweater. I need to knit him another sweater. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. I love the sweater you knitted him. And his pants. He's going to need another pair of pants. Those are going to be too small. They they have stretched with him a little bit. Maybe, Maybe that makes me a bad knit, knit owner, but <laughs> they're so cute. <laughs> nope. Well. Well, I think it's bad time to hit the gravel. Just don't forget your knitting. <sighs> All right, Caitlin. I said it's time to go. Oh, just let me finish this row. <laughs> All right. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and on Tapped as Gravel Knits. You can email us at gravelknits at gmail.com. You can find me, Kelsey, on Ravelry and Instagram as Bikes Brews Use, and Untapped as Kelsey DJ. And you can find me, Caitlin, on Ravelry and Instagram as Caitlin and Lloyd. Just message us if you have any feedback or if there's anything you want us to talk about. We're so, so grateful to have you listen and we're glad you're enjoying the show. So just, just let us know if you are able to write us a review, either where you're listening to, or if you already did that, maybe even go on a different one and, and put a review up there that should help more people find us. So thank you. We appreciate you. Yeah. Gravel Nits believes everyone deserves to be included and loved regardless of who you love beliefs, color, size, your gender, or whatever else makes you you. Please keep in mind that we are human, and while we are trying to educate ourselves, there's always more to learn, and any critiques are deeply appreciated. This is pretty squishy. (laughs) Can't forget steep.